Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann today, catching up with Lavuya Bangazi. He's a spokesperson for the Mandela Bay Development Agency, and they're behind the revamp and overhaul of the Bay World and Port Elizabeth Museum on the beachfront in Quebec. It's going to cost around 20 million rand, the first phase, I understand. It sounds very exciting. There's lots to talk about. Lavuya, thanks for joining us. How are you? Thank you very much, and uh, and hello to everybody, and thanks for having us. Um, we're good, and we're excited um, with the work that's underway at the moment. So work has actually started. What does the first phase entail? So so work has started in Bay World, but I think uh, maybe just to help uh, you know your uh, listeners uh, get a context of, of, of where we are, Bay World is a complex of an oceanarium and a museum. Um, down by the coast, it's been one of the city's most iconic tourism spots in history. Uh, if you go back 10 years or more ago, in fact, 14 years back, um, that place would see about 400,000 visitors a year. Um, and for many reasons uh, that we don't have time for, it went into disrepair and it's in a bit of a bad state. Um, but uh, as I say, it's a complex of an oceanarium on one hand, and a very complex museum on the other. The MBDA at the moment is tasked with revamping and redeveloping the oceanarium side of the Bay World complex. Um, it's an ambitious three billion rand project over several years. We know it's going to be a hard one uh, in terms of an appeal to raise the funding that's needed, but we are starting and we have started uh, with broken ground. Uh, and by doing so, we are busy preparing an interim facility at the back of the bowling uh, the bowling areas of the museum where we will develop a state of the art temporary facility to house um the animals that are in a you know that in a dilapidated area at the moment uh, and then carry on with the demolition of those demolited um, dilapidated structures and prepare the way for the new bay world that's where we are at uh, at the moment Darren is to build a temporary facility uh, that will start to house the animals as we start with demolitions. If I could just return to the finance, uh, Lavoyo, you've mentioned a sum of 3 billion rand. Now, my information is that the phase you're currently involved in is going to cost around 20 million. The 3 billion is ambitious, as you say, and that's money that hasn't been raised yet. Do I understand correctly? You, you understand it correctly. Um, so, Bayworld Redevelopment has 13 different projects uh, all included. And these include uh, eco-development, uh, a museum, an eco-dome, sorry, a science center, um, facilities that have to do with um, entertainment and research laboratories. Um, so it's a whole complex of projects, uh, 13 of them. We've started with the first one. The first one being to make sure that we demolish the, the structures that are dangerous, that have gone into disrepair, the pool area, if you remember, and those pavilions, um, but and also improve you know, the ponds where we've got the seals and make sure that we have a facility that can hold them um, while we do that. So the 20 million is for the holding facility while we demolish the structures that need to go. The animals that are currently at uh, Bay World, not what they were in the past. Progressive opinion, obviously, is moving away from keeping animals in captivity. Those that we do still have at Bay World, 
What do we still have? What are we likely to keep in future? And give us an idea of the vision once the overhaul and redevelopment is completed. Yeah, I think let's start with the last one. Um, so, you know, we're not uh, we're not seeing a future of a circus uh, of animals in captivity uh, jumping through hoops. Um, that that's an era that's gone beyond us. Uh, that's gone past. Uh, the future and the vision for Bay World is one that is a state of the art modern oceanarium that makes sure that we use available technologies such as augmented reality or virtual reality and immersed experiences. Mm. Um, hence, the, the, you know, ideas such as a, a digital dome um, to bring, you know, if you can walk through a room and feel the sounds and, the, and, the, and uh, you know, the splashes of dolphins uh, in their natural environment in a virtual world, that's great. But also we know that we're not far off from the ocean. So, you know, the opportunities to link the ocean and, and actually get out there uh, whether it's underground tunnels or it's overhead, you know, you know over road uh, bridges. That's the vision. But right now, we do have the old dolphin pool. We do have uh, the predator tanks and the aquarium pools. Um, some of the animals that we have are seals and penguins and turtles. Um, and obviously, the, the museum and or the, or the snake park still has what it always had. But these, these animals, the penguins and the turtles and the seals, um, will be kept in a very classy, world-class, new temporary facility uh, that will allow for you know us to build an animal hospital there as well so that the rehabilitation work that has always been happening with Bay World uh, working with the likes of, of the university uh, departments uh, in, in, you know, in, in making sure that these rescued uh, seals or, tur- or turtles or, or are looked after and are able to be released back into, the, into their natural environment and the penguins. So we'll keep that going, but the vision is a much more modern oceanarium that really does not go back to the days of the circus. Lavoie, you're all going well. Give us an idea of the timeframes involved. Firstly, how long are the animals likely to be housed in these temporary facilities that you're currently constructing? And then once that's completed, if all goes according to plan, how long before the final vision is realized? All right, so phase one, uh, well, the, the project one, um, which has three phases, but let's not get technical. So project one, um, the, the construction of the temporary facility, the 20 million run project, which includes uh, the demolition, the demolition uh, of the, uh, the structures, this will be complete by end of July, the, the construction of the facility. And then what we'll do, we'll then be able to move the animals uh, over to, to that side that should take about four months. So by September, um, we should have uh, an area in Bay World where the current uh, pools and, and, and penguin areas have been improved, where the, dilapid- you know, the demolished structures have been leveled up and we're creating open space there for the public and to have picnics and all sorts of things. Um, that should be done by the end of the year. So by the end of the year, this phase, this project will be, should be complete and uh, it should be accessible to, to the public. The long term, uh, as I said, the ambitious three billion rand project, it's going to take several years at the uh, We have uh, plans to go out into the market uh, to form partnerships to make sure that we can raise the capital, but also go into partnerships with private sector. You know, government does not need to run oceanariums. There are business models around the world that allow for these sort of things to happen in a commercial commercially viable sense, 
but also that's not exclusive and not exclusionary in terms of the ordinary man on the street. Um, so these 13 projects are being packaged for investment promotion, and we see this taking probably the next five to 10 years. Other than the uh, animals that are going to be on site in the new and revamped Bay World, um, other attractions that are going to be included, particularly with the tourism market in mind? So, as I said, you know, Bay World is, is other than it being known for what it was, being an you know, entertainment place, uh, the entertainment will remain. And as you said, you know, we, we're looking for new ways, such as uh, we've got a cafe there, we call it, we call it the Killer Whale Cafe. That Killer Whale Cafe is a digital experience uh, venue where, you know, young kids um, will be able to interact with, um, you know, animals in a virtual world because that's how they understand things right now. Uh, I mean, the school, the Baywell School, we call it the Baywell School, uh, has about 100,000 kids that come there every year. If you have a little one, they've probably been to Baywell a few times with school tours. And the educational element and the entertainment value that uh, that school brings will be amplified by making sure that, uh, you know, uh, material is digitized and it's available uh, and we can actually serve much wider audiences. But also, we need, we need to understand that Baywell sits in a, that, that area sits in a very uh, ideal location in terms of visibility. Um, a lot of the time, people don't have access to, you know, the ocean. Uh, you know, if you think about cafes, uh, if you're down in, in Camps Bay, um, along the pavement. So we're looking at ways of leveling and opening up Baywell to be more integrated. Uh, with the rest of the environment that is in the ocean and the and, and entertainment areas such as Brookstone Pavilion. Uh, there's a lot that we can go on for days, but the certain projects which we're going to pursue for the next five to ten years, uh, and again, all depends on the success of raising the capital. Uh, we know that our city coffers and the budget do not have uh, you know the capacity to carry such projects. So we're looking you know locally, we're looking abroad, we're looking. Everywhere where there's the, there'll be partnerships, whether it's national government, uh, provincial is on board. The, the facility itself uh, is a provincial uh, is a provincial entity, uh, as people will know. It's run by Desrec of the province, but it sits on municipal land. So there's a collaboration between provincial and local, and we're looking forward to making sure that we can see this through in the next five to ten years and make sure that we return the city to our lives in terms of tourism growth. I heard whispers of the possibility of a planetarium being included as well. But as you say, it's all going to be budget dependent. Three billion rand is a big number. Um, have you had any uh, preliminary inquiries or uh, liaisons so far? And what's the appetite been like? Yeah, so, so uh, you know, I don't want to mention names, but uh, um, most, most, uh, most, uh, most of the viewers or listeners know they, they, you know, they uh, there's what is called presidential uh, projects. Um, um, so Baywell has been pitched at that level. Um, you know, there's potential funding from that space. Um, but I think for now, um, without getting into trouble, I think uh, our focus um, on one hand is capital fundraising. Um, that work will continue. But in the, in the interim, we are making sure that the project that has got budget that is on the ground, that is currently running, is finished on time, on schedule, and on budget. So that by the end of the year, uh, the citizens of the city uh, and all visitors can have something to look forward to by December.
We appreciate your time. He's the spokesperson for the Mandela Bay Development Agency, Lavoya Bangazi. Thanks for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Have a good day. Thank you. Cheers, Zach. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.